Hello there. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. What's up, everybody? You have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. My name is Justin. I'm one of the hosts here of the show. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts. This is Josh, and I'm wondering, do you guys remember the hold music from the Cisco phone systems? The phone song? Oh, I was thinking Cisco, Cisco when you call him. <laughs> oh. Wrong thing. Yeah. Uh, this I rediscovered Kyle. it recently. It's so oh, good. sorry. It's so bad, but so good. That's like how a, you know like you're. That one? It's kind of like that, yeah. It's like the club banger, yeah. That's how you know you're young and hip is when you really dig the <laughs> the hold music. I found myself jamming out at the grocery store last weekend, and I was like, "Oh God, I'm the I'm the target audience at at the grocery store. I'm middle aged. Whatever. This nice. is Kyle, and uh, to the read pop people that I know are fans of the show, like everybody else." in the Star Wars community. Uh, I got a bone to pick with you, guys. Where's the details? Where's the info? Give a us pin? the deets. You, told, you told us what, yeah, drop some deets, dog. You gave, you gave <laughs> us one enamel pin for like a, a character that I don't care that much about. Like in a, in, a, in a week and a half, my flight's in just over a month. What the heck? Yeah, we're... Josh, you're keeping the running tally of like the actual days, right? I mean, not at this moment, but okay. I think it's like thirty. It's or what? 30 not many four <laughs> or something like that. Thirty. We're thirty four. It's thirty two. Like we're six weeks and 32. two days, my man. It's like like, <laughs> and we're supposed to have a giant list of guests that even if they announced one guest oh, thirty eight one I guest lied, a day but still. Then yeah, there's still not even if they the, the, only announce more guests than one days pin left. a day, there would be pins yeah, left over. Like, like there's not there's so much. I'm a planner. I want to have like a spreadsheet with a schedule and where all the collectibles are that I want to try and get the exclusives and got to jump in line and like I know nothing. There's nothing. There's a handful of autographs. Well, let's uh let's let's deep dive into uh, a little celebration <sighs> here since oh, we're already sorry. getting into it right off the rip rip um, the band-aid <laughs> off and even give time for yeah the celebration game. five weeks away um hope you have your hotels hope you have your airfare by now because if you don't that airfare is going to be expensive um everything's expensive right hotels now. i read somewhere one of them was done like full full up you couldn't even get in there anymore um light is not up yet for returns yeah i'm so mad like four days and saturdays are sold out put light up so i can sell my ticket if you like wait till the last second they're like don't you think that's going to kill demand because like tons of people will have already given up yeah Yeah, if if it's too late to plan a trip why would you buy a ticket yeah like Like the only people that would be looking for tickets at that point are already in anaheim right like anybody that lives in a pretty small market right I I would think so because most of the people that were going to go from there are probably already going. Well, I mean, what yeah, weren't able to live in town and weren't able to get a ticket. That's right, a limited number yeah. of people. Um, we've had you know we're we're thirty. Would you say thirty six days, thirty eight days out now, and we have no additional new guests. I think the latest announcement that I saw on any kind of guest or vendor was uh, Denuo Novo, which is basically a Novos reborn. Um, and I don't know who's super geeked about that one, considering they're still trying to meet the demands of, you know, stuff that Novos had going on. So, uh, no new list of, of people that are coming other than the ones that were already announced. Um, the authors, you know, still not a real, like heavy, not a single, like heavy hitter announcement, really. Like the panels have all been like pretty predictable. Like here's the Mandalorian and Boba Fett panel with, 
John Favreau. Well, of, of course you were going to do that. You know, here's a here's a catch-all panel for all the upcoming stuff. Like, well, I mean, cool. Maybe we'll see some cool stuff, but that's also like, uh, pretty much anybody could have guessed that was going to happen. The 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 guest list like there's not a single like real heavy hitter no offense i i'm a big fan of a lot of the people they've announced but they're no nobody really surprising or that you can't see at tons of other cons at any other big city you know the only person now, who's not like heavy on the con circuit i feel like that's on here is carl weathers now do you feel that these are are we talking like heavy hitters guests showing up for the uh, photo ops and autographs or are we talking for the panels because I'm assuming that that main panel that includes the directors and some of the writers for that main intro panel of everything that's going on in Star Wars right now is going to include maybe some of those actors like you and you'd think they haven't announced Rosario that though and have them you know? on it I'd yeah, like to yeah. know that they're going to be on site for sure for starters you yeah. know it'd be great you if we could do autographs and photo ops too but you know, I anything, yes, both, either. I mean, all. at this point, I'm. I feel like <laughs> I don't like. Maybe I'm just being real negative about it, but if they announce Ewan after announcing all of these like medium tier guests, and then but he's just going to be at the panel, I'd kind of be pissed. Yeah, like not do anything else other than that main panel, and then he's out. Yeah. He bolts. Like, yeah. bro, you live in LA. Just do some photo ops. <laughs> <laughs> get get in the helicopter. Fly over for a couple days. It'll be okay. You know, greet your fans. It'll be fine. Yeah, I um, mean, expectations the, are just so high. They, they we bought these tickets in 2019, right? 2020. Like we, mm-hmm. the, this has been pushed and pushed, and they've had so much time to prepare. And I know there have been logistical problems but my goodness we're so close yeah. and we don't know anything it's it's really frustrating at this point because i think they went up shortly after chicago was yeah, over we bought them right after yeah it was uh was that june maybe mm-hmm. i think uh or somewhere in there i don't know but yeah no no big new yeah. guest list um you know we've uh it's great because i've seen a ton of people like you know super excited about it um, you know, ready to go. They're posting pictures of merch, like stickers and patches mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff that they're bringing to celebration. So, you know, and from fans the fan perspective, and, yeah, the fans yeah. are excited. The community's excited, but you get nothing in, in, as far as like the hype train, it's, uh, you know, instead of a full on like bullet train, you're getting the two guys moving up and down, pumping the, the yeah the seesaw the thing, thing like this yeah. and the hype train is literally just chugging along Man. trying to get there so hopefully it picks up a little steam we get a downhill here make them go faster um i imagine information will start coming fast and furious in the next couple weeks you know so stay on the lookout for that kind of stuff um you're gonna have you know the obviously the lottery stuff come out you're gonna have um, the exclusives at different tables, I would hope. Um, and who knows? They may not even have that because of supply chain issues. We may not see some things that we are used used to seeing at uh, at tables. I know. Um, I'm surprised we still haven't heard anything though. Like I know her universe is re- releasing new merchandise regularly, mm-hmm. and they haven't announced anything for celebration. Mm-hmm. Last celebration, she had a whole meet and greet and. Uh, a whole line of celebration exclusive apparel and and things and uh, pins and all kinds of stuff uh, signed pops nothing yet from them nothing yeah. from heroes and villains Hasbro Funko Lego all Hasbro's the releasing normal stuff regularly people. too yeah that the people who are putting stuff out you would you would think they're gonna have something and I, I don't know if if Reed Pop is in charge of all of this timing and and in their contract they're held to it and that's why they haven't said anything yet or, or how that works, but uh nothing from anybody. Not just yeah. on Reed Pop's end. Well, and speaking of Reed Pop, like i I know I've mentioned this in the in our group chat several times, but it's like they have they also do C two E two. It's in August. They've already announced 15 guests for that. 
15. Wow. That's like half of yeah. what they've already released so far for Celebration, only, which is in 30 three days. Three months later. They've only released 23 guests for Celebration. I'm not counting the authors because I'm almost positive they're going to do – they're just doing a panel. Because every yeah. other guest has like a where they're going to be and what they're doing, and there's all, say, TBA still. Yeah. And if that's floor the case, plan. announce the High Republic panel then. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Floor plan would be great. Um, yeah, what did I see? It was a, a merch vendor that's going to be there. I'm like, that's great. I love merch. Like, as far as collectibles and toys. But, you know, I'm more... In, I'm actually... I really like seeing some of the other vendors that are there. Like, they're, you know, obviously the tattoo parlor. I love walking through there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the art gallery is great to walk through. Both yeah. the... We usually pick like, something the up Lucas in there. Lucasfilm approved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was one lady. She was giving out great pins, I think, with her artwork last yeah. year. D- she had a different um, one every day. Yep. Yep. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. There's so many good things to look forward to. Um, and then as we get a little bit closer, we're going to start diving into, you know, kind of your do's and don'ts and what you should bring and what you should probably leave at home and uh not well, that's another thing i would at home bring i would that. love to have uh i know in the facebook group there are tons of people constantly saying this is going to be their first celebration quite a few people saying their first convention mm-hmm. of any kind uh and i would love to be able to put out like hey here's kind of a schedule of some high notes of where things are and put it all in a for myself and also to share but you know, we got to get that information so we can start yeah. planning for our weekend. I I have to say, though, the people on the Reddit and the people in on the Facebook group, like, please look at the website and maybe use Google <laughs> before you, like, <laughs> like the most yep. asinine oh. questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> will there be water? Yeah, yep, you'll be able to get some water. <laughs> you can even bring a bottle in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they had a, okay, what was though. it, that, that was it like a 20-ounce plastic cup, I think, but it was like refillable yeah. through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, it's sa- you, it's sort really of the same deal as Disney World. It seems like it's going to be a great deal, and then it's really small and kind of a hassle to go fill it up. So you probably don't use it as much as you think. See, these are the exact kind of tips we could be giving yep. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was uh, not worth the line weight half the time. Yeah. Uh, I that say that and Josh is going to gonna be like, I thought it was the best deal I had all weekend. I drank so many free sodas, but <laughs> I didn't use mine as it was, much. It was Pepsi products. So I wasn't super jazzed about it, but we did get them. Yeah. We we all got them, I'm sure. Justin has one. What character did everybody have on their celebration 2019 commemorative refillable mug? Ray. I did not get one. You had Ray? You didn't get one at all, Justin? No, I didn't get one at all. No, I'm not a huge pop guy, but like I drink oh, water or like Mountain Dew or, or like water or tea or uh lemonade. But um Occasionally I'll have one, but I, that was like I was like, nah, I'm not gonna buy the mug. Vic bought froggy, one. I think he, he might have Luke a pop on his. I have Luke. Um, yeah, I think it was like the same one though on the same day. Like I don't think they had different characters on. No, like, they, they did. They have, had like, like ones you could pick. They there had was like different four options. different cups, four or five. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I mean, they, you know, we're 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 all excited. We're waiting. We're just kind of. On pause, I guess. Trying to be positive. Trying to be my best self out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to be positive about things. Trying to keep not uh, making it easy on me. Keep the energy up. Don't be a don't be an energy vampire. Do's and celebration out of everybody. Celebration (laughs) do's and don'ts. Read pop. Do announce more. Don't make us wait any longer. Read pop. (laughs) Don't get on my nerves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. (laughs) <laughs> so we've got a lot coming on uh, coming up with that um be on the lookout for kind of the tips and tricks uh, we're going to format that here um in the next couple weeks but uh we've got a couple more news Hopefully. announcements and then we're going to dive into our our main topic of conversation here which is rebels season two love rebels which is amazing season I came. rebels but um there's a lot to to unpack there but uh just some quick news and notes obviously lego star wars uh, the skywalker saga dropped last week i've seen a lot of positive reviews on it um, I don't have it yet. I don't think anybody else yeah, has none bought of us it, have yet. it yet. Um, uh, well, a I lot of people, just none it. of the three of us. Yeah, yeah. I do intend on getting it and trying. Yeah, it I'll get it eventually too. 
see what I think and uh, give it a go. But uh, a lot of people said they've had fun playing it. There's some really cool character interactions with with characters in the game, apparently, that don't interact in the movies at all. So that's kind of interesting to see. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to try it. I'm here for the memes. Uh, we need some new Star Wars memes, and I know there will be plenty over, over time. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, was it last Wednesday, I think, or the Wednesday before last? I don't even remember. Hasbro's dropping stuff every other week now, prior to Celebration, which is crazy. Repaint after repaint like, after repaint. More money, more money, more money. Um, yeah, they dropped a, a whole bunch of new characters. Saw, Black Series, Saw Gerrera as a deluxe. For the low, Sorry, low price of $432, you can have a Saw Gerrera <laughs> Sell your Black left Series. kidney. And, yeah. yeah. Um, no, he is not a deluxe a cool figure. figure. I understand he's right. bigger because of all the stuff on him, but that Give does not make break. him a deluxe Come on. character. Hasbro, um, I fully see peg warmer when he gets in at that price point yeah, i'm hoping to get that um, one at ollie's in a year when when they're uh, <laughs> just overstocked everywhere yeah the uh they continued the gaming greats uh series with sev from republic commando super cool figure they did darth vader in white from the infinity series also a super cool figure um princess leia organa from the comics sergeant and sergeant creel from task force 99 and i'm sorry this is another figure that they just basically took a previous stormtrooper mold and just stuck accessories on him if you see creel in the comics he is a bigger than normal stormtrooper he's like a wrecker size guy they didn't size him up and they didn't size him up He's just a regular dude. He's like a regular stormtrooper. And, and I'm like, they, okay. like they could have, it's all digital. You know, it's not like they're carving these molds out of clay. I'm sure, you know, they could have just sized it up Rushmore, 10%, people. you know, or 15% right. or whatever and made a new mold. It, come on. Yes. You, I'm, you know, Hasbro, um, you're on notice too. Read pop Hasbro. <laughs> You're both on notice. I'm sick of your crap right now. <laughs> Kyle's making like the the hit list that Steve Buscemi has in uh, in um, Billy Madison <laughs> right your, now. Put on your <laughs> lipstick, <laughs> Kyle. No, I wasn't gonna murder them. Just their just their character. Just murder their character. He's just gonna yeah. He's gonna do the old man thing and yell at him and shake his fist angrily, like "Hey, Hasbro." Um, they did actually release some vintage collection stuff that was pretty cool. They re-released Shea Vizsla, which was a super cool vintage collection figure. Um, they did Lando from Battlefront 2 with the like, Hawaiian shirt, the yellow Hawaiian shirt. I hope he gets more cape. love than all the Landos that are Mormon pegs right yep. now. Yep. Um, Arc Trooper Jesse, which was the third. They released that three-pack yeah. at first, um, and then they released them all individually. So this is the third one that's finally come out. Um, Mando Death Watch Airborne Trooper, Mando Super Commando Rip Captain, um, Imperial Death Trooper Builder Pack. So if you, for those you know troop builders out there, instead of going and buying like eight of the Peg Vintage Collection mm -hmm. <laughs> troops, you just buy the pack now. Um, they released a retro figure Chewbacca, which is a Target exclusive. I'm not super big into those, but um, yeah, they're not my favorite. And then the last thing, the coolest thing I thought was the role play, the Trapper Wolf helmet. Justin, you kill me Nobody calling it role excited. play, but yeah, I like the I like the Trapper that's Wolf what, helmet. That's what they call it. That that's what they call it. It's role play. That's what Hasbro releases them as the really? sabers, the helmets. Yes, that's what that's their whole um, like. I feel like they should call it cosplay. <laughs> or do they want people um, to wear these in the bedroom? I don't know. It's. I mean, <laughs> I have no idea what know. the what target they, market is. That's what they classify them as, I believe. I could be wrong, but I thought that was the case when they do the live streams, and I'm tuning in to watch those. So, uh, But they released the Trapper Wolf, which apparently has wow. sound. So you can listen to Dave Filoni just mellow in your ear all day <laughs> with the helmet on if you really so choose. <laughs> Hey Justin, I hate to I hate to call mm -hmm. you out, but Creel's not the not role play? Creel's not the big one. Creel's the regular. He's a regular stormtrooper. Is he's a regular? His armor. Who's the big one? Uh, I don't know his name because he's not important enough to have a name. I th that, that's the whole thing oh. with with that troop. Ouch. I don't think they all had names. I think just he had a name. <laughs> oh, I thought he was the big one. No, 
Okay. Uh, so there are there are a panels here or there where they make him look a little bit bigger, but I but if you there's plenty of pictures of him from it's the probably comics just perspective. Yeah, his mm. st- he's just a, he's for the most part is just a regular stormtrooper with some added straps and stuff, and like looking at the looking at the figure next to the pictures, it's pretty, it's not bad, it's not terrible. No, okay, I thought he was Back the big checking one. ourselves up in here. I thought he was a bigger guy. He is not. There but, you go. But he, uh, I like the character. Still, just reused a figure. Yeah. But they get they get me with the box. Oh yeah, yeah. And also, I don't have any stormtrooper figs, so for me, it's like it's cool. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. I mean, I still ordered him because he's. Of course, you, know, you did. Just I, I like. Oh yeah. Um, I like the the story characters that they've been releasing. You like troopers in general? Yeah, That's I do. I I bought the white the white version of Vader too because he's. I have that comic and I have that vintage collection two pack. So. Um, yeah, I got the, all the, the 3.752 pack. Yeah, it's a, and you only, see, correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, you only see him, is it the last frame in that, in that outfit? Um, maybe. I think that's right. You're talking I about could, the white Vader? Mm-hmm. It's only like the last page of the issue is the only time that you see him in the full, the full white getup, I thought. Um, I, I, maybe, I'm maybe sure. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm 0 for 2. I don't know. I don't well, know. I'll only I, I could be batting five hundred, or I could be zero for two right now. So I'll only call you out a once little bit of a slump. I've never read that comic. <laughs> I actually, um, I I did, but it was so long ago. I yeah, I it's been a while, but yeah. So that was all new from Hasbro, and again, releasing a ton of stuff. You know, six weeks out, seven weeks out from Celebration, but still no confirmations or word on anything from Celebration. I'm trying uh, to move on see... from Celebration. Let's not bring it up again. Yeah. Um, I did see there was a ah. uh, Millennium Falcon pop with what? No, Josh's I was just saying Celebration. Oh, okay. Celebration. Curse you, <laughs> Okay, pop. I was like, he's frustrated over there. Um, but yeah, so I did see a, a Funko Pop picture floating around of uh, Lando in a Millennium Falcon, and I just went, okay, I saw I'm not that. excited. Yeah. Not excited. Um, but let's let's dive into the real reason we're here to talk what we're going to talk about tonight, and that's uh, Star Wars Rebels season two. Love me some Rebels. This show Much. really, really, really comes into its own in season two too. Hmm. Hmm. Much two, two. meatier than season one. Mm, season maybe. one, 14, uh, 15 episodes. Season two, twenty-two episodes. Robust twenty-two. <laughs> Thick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, thick season two. <laughs> it's um after the freshman fifteen, you come back for your sophomore year, and you're a little thicker, you know, and it happens. Um, no, there was a lot of individual character development in this episode, mm-hmm. which is great because I think you know if you just comparing season one and season two, not not diving too far into three and four. One was just bringing the the band together, right, and then two, you're getting. How did all these characters come to be who they are? And how did they find their way into this group from different places across the galaxy? So Yeah, we got um, season one, we got like just a, a just a touch of everybody, and then a lot of Ezra and a little bit of Kanan. And then Ezra. In, yeah. Well, we're still searching for Ezra. But this season two, we get like a whole at least two episode arc specifically for every other character um and kanan gets some great stuff in season two too and of course ezra like the whole series is kind of about ezra's arc but man season Mm -hmm. two is good just top tier not top tier rebels it is just top tier star wars it's so good and a lot of t- a couple two-parters in this i mean you've got yeah most of them are all part one and two Lost Commanders and Relics of the Old Republic are really like a part one and part two. Twilight of the Apprentice, obviously part one and part two. Um, what else did we have? We had... Um, um, let's see. Homecoming. No. Was that only one episode? I thought we spent two on Ryloth. Maybe not. I know. I th- thought there was another double pack in there somewhere, but I can't remember which one it was. But 
Yeah, you do get a lot of the first um, two, like siege. Yeah, that was the siege. Yep. Um, you do get a lot of like two parters in this season, and it's kind of nice that you know it was almost like watching mini movies, I guess. And Zeb got two um specific episodes about him and about Lasat, but they were just split up because he had yeah. the episode with the two old Lasats that he found where they used the force and called it the Ashlow, which was very cool. And then also classic Rebels episode, he and Callus stuck alone on the ice planet where we get some great stuff about why Zeb is doing what he's doing and why Callus is doing what he's doing. Uh, mm-hmm. really, really killer stuff. Oh yeah, and they find out that they. I don't want to say they have more in common than they, they got a mutual respect for different. sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was the home the homecoming, or yeah, the honorable ones. Sorry, the honorable, honorable ones. ones. Yeah. Spoiler yeah, alert so that, for a, were... for a show that's ten years old, but uh, <laughs> that's when Callus starts getting flipped to being Fulcrum. He becomes mm-hmm. a double agent. Slowly doing his turn yep. to hot callus, as they like to call him. <laughs> yeah, he, um, you know, it was a good episode because that's where Zeb, Zeb had just assumed he took it off of an honor guard, the weapon, um, off of an honor guard, and he just stole it. And he said, no, yeah, and he said, uh, no, he said, I forget what he called the, the ritual, um, I, I, I can't even pronounce it, but he, he called he he says the name of the ritual, and and Zeb knew it right away, and he's like basically, you know, if a uh, an opponent dies in battle and feels you were worthy of the weapon, then he gifts you the I weapon, and that's what happened with Callus, and Callus I think holds a lot of respect for the Lasat people, despite you know what happened, and it, because he was just executing, he was young in the Empire and executing orders, and well, Justin. At the you know, during during the epilogue, he goes to live on Lirasan amongst the Lasat as one of their own. Mm-hmm. That's Callus's yeah. uh, final like yeah. end of his journey there. So, oh yeah. Well, and and, and yep. he doesn't assume that he he uh, like stole it. He, I think, doesn't Callus like in that first encounter? He beats him in the in first the, season. He, yeah. he t- mm-hmm. tells him that he took it. Yeah. And he then only later admits the the truth. Yeah, right. He's kind of caught by himself in a hole and with a broken broken leg. And yeah, they were both in a bit of trouble. Odds are stacked against him. Yeah. So, um, and he, you know, Zeb is not not the smartest one of the the ghost crew, and he's trying to climb up the ceiling and not the poles and or the the columns. Don't, and don't do Zeb dirty. Callus like that. is like, That's dude, rough. dude, what are you doing? He's like, come on, man. He's like. He's like, you're a nice guy, but you're not the smartest in the bunch. So he was the captain um, of the honor right, so let's guard. Dive into this Justin, here. What how dare um, you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh, let's let's dive in here. What were your let's say top three episodes of Rebels season two? Well, are we not counting Twilight of the Apprentice? You can. I, I counted the two. One of as mine. Like one. <laughs> yep. I counted. Well, the I twos just as felt one. like it was low hanging fruit, so that's why. I, I ask. Um, hey, no, it, it's obvious to call Michael Jordan the best basketball player, but you still do it. Like it's fine. You can. You yeah. Can well, there. that's so. That's obviously number one. I only wish that I would have been watching this when it came out, so I got that. Uh, you know that weight of you know what happened to Ahsoka. Yeah. Ahsoka lives. That, but you know, I already knew. So you would have sat were, there with your mouth you were just tardy on the floor to the party. through the whole episode like the rest of us. Well, that <laughs> like, was a cliffhanger for a long time. Mm-hmm. What what really happened to Ahsoka? Dave did yep. have the shirt and all that stuff. So Twilight of the Apprentice 1 and 2. Are you just putting them together? Or yeah, I think that one? should just be one. Okay. Yeah, they can't yep, be agreed. two of your top three. That's too no. much. It's like a mini movie. Like You can't stick those apart. Okay, uh, so that's one. What's What's another one you got? What am I? What am I looking at here? Oh, I clicked on the wrong thing. Oh, here we go. Uh, this, guy. <laughs> this is a really hard season to pick them because yeah, there's a lot of good choices. A lot mm-hmm. of cool stuff. Um, well, to honor my fiance, I'm going to pick the Forgotten Droid because she yes. loves AP Five. Hmm. Yes. 
Um, and then we'll go with... What's uh, her thing with AP5? Is it because he's cranky and she's cranky? Yeah, is that the yeah thing? I think so. I don't know. She likes all the weird... Like, she likes Ewoks and, uh, you know, um, Max Rebo and Mon Calamari. Like, she likes all the weird stuff. Okay. So... I- and she but likes think, she likes droids. So I think for me it was like because AP five, it's it's uh, Stephen Stanton who does the voice of AP five, but he sounds a lot. I think the character sounds a lot like Alan Rickman. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And, and I think that for some reason to me that just I picture Alan Rickman like doing this character, and for some reason it makes it funnier. Um, but that's yeah, you're you're right. That's one of my favorites as well. So. Um, and your third. What's your third choice? Justin just told you your opinion was right. That's good. You're, you should feel <laughs> good about that. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, good choice, man. Josh. Good choice. Uh, da, da, da. I don't know. Uh, let's let's go with... Well, we already, we already talked about the honorable ones. So let's... I'll just... Because I can't decide, we'll go with... The B Wing episode, Wings of the Master. Mm. First appearance of the B Wing. Yeah. Chronologically. There's so many yes. good episodes on this season, though. Yeah. So many good no, moments. No, that's a good choice. And I like the the Calamari, the Mon Calamari shipbuilder who lives on this weird non aquatic planet, but also doesn't fly ships. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's also like, a little... How did you even end up there? Like, how did you get there to begin with? I, I get it. He he yeah. intentionally went there because I know it was off why the radar. it's a good place to test ships because it's hard to fly there. But I, I don't mm-hmm. know how he found it or ended up there. I don't know. He got he took took an Uber. Oh nope! I take it back. Uh oh. Uh oh. We're gonna vote we're gonna go here. with Brothers of the Broken Horn because I'm, ah, I'm like ninety yes. percent sure that's the episode. Where Hondo the, says, "You lied to me." I knew I lied. Oh you. yes, uh, it is. It is uh, yeah. the yeah. introduction of Hondo Honaka to the Rebels yeah, crew. We're gonna go with that, that one. Is a, also a solid. Show. There's so many good yeah. one-liners in okay. that episode. I'll, so. Hondo becomes I'll stop a, picking additional episodes. It's, a, it's okay. That was a good choice, and it's not <laughs> it's on my right. list. And I'm a huge Hondo fan, so that's a good one. Um, Hondo what becomes you, a key character in this series. Yeah. Uh, my favorite three, I also had Twilight of the Apprentice. Uh, this is the first appearance of Darth Maul in this series, who now has been in live action, and then he came back in Clone Wars, and then he came back again in Rebels, which now doesn't seem that awesome, but was very awesome at the time, and it was also very shocking did not uh, at least for me, I mean, I don't know, maybe I wasn't cool online at the time, but uh, had no idea that Darth Maul was about to show up. Um, mm-hmm. And we get, we're on Malachor with the Sith holocron and we get the like three on three lightsaber, like force user battle. Well, we ended up with the Another blind Kanan. Uh, we get some just great lines, the confrontation with Vader and Ahsoka. There's just so... I mean, Anakin Skywalker riding down into an underground <laughs> Sith temple on, on the outside <laughs> on top of a tie. F- I mean, ki- come on, give me a break. <laughs> I have two, Big time two, two, um, two things to say about this. Go ahead. And I'm, I'm going to say the second one first. Uh, him riding on the outside of the TIE Fighter reminds me a lot of when Mace Windu was riding on the outside of the <laughs> droid ship in the uh, Gendi. Clone on Wars. brand for both of them, just so. If there's a, a more extra Jedi than those two, I don't know who it would be. Um, but also, oh, what was I going to say first? Oh, I. can you remind me where... So we got the return of Maul mm-hmm. in Clone Wars obviously before this but where where did we leave him before he returns in rebels like where had we seen him last well it was really messy because clone wars didn't really get finished in right. until like this year this or whatever seven. last mm-hmm. year uh so like if you were in the know you knew that siege of mandalore happened because 
Dave and Pablo and people talked about that stuff and explained what was supposed to happen. It just has never at the time hadn't happened in books or anything. So I think the um, common knowledge was that he lost and escaped the siege of Mandalore and was out in hiding somewhere and Mm -hmm. no one knew it was a total mystery. He was just a wall. Yeah. yeah, he was in hiding. But then season seven dropped. And he oh get, no, I'm he just saying, like, where did the fr- yeah, so. where did the friends or where did the fans see him last? Like at that time, you know, before other gotcha. stuff came out. Yeah, I would that say was was- he got his butt whooped by, um, by Palpatine, because uh, he was getting a little too big for his britches and he had taken over Mandalore and that was like sort of the last we heard of him because that Mm -hmm. part never got finished. I think that's about where in Clone Wars, Clone Wars had ended when Rebels came out. Okay. So Twilight of the Apprentice. Yeah, that's my first one. Sorry. What's your first one? What's your, Um, that's okay. What's your next one? I'm going to do the Protectors of Concord Dawn. Uh, yeah. Fenral, very cool. We get a new uh, kind of faction of Mandalorians who, if you want your Mandalorians to be like a little bit aggressive and kind of that warrior mentality, but not necessarily like terrorist murderers like Death Watch. Uh, the protectors of Concord Dawn are kind of a nice middle ground for you. Uh, they're very cool. And I like the Mandal Mandalorians in general. We start getting like a more information about them as a society. Uh, you know, Ezra gets captured for the four millionth time eventually down the road, uh, by the Mandalorians again. And we get the Mandalorians that are, uh, in league with the the empire and considered like total sellouts and traitors and all that. Um, good stuff. I really, mm-hmm. I really like the protectors of Concord Dawn and Fenrau in general. He's a cool Mandalorian. And more backstory on Sabine. Yeah, uh, Sabine. We got a lot in this season. Yeah, she's a she's a all time favorite character. She's up there. I, I really love Sabine. And my third one. Like Josh said, this is a tough choice. There's tons of great episodes, but I'm going to go Shroud of Darkness. This is where Ahsoka, Ezra, and Kanan go to the Jedi Temple on Lothal together. Mm -hmm. Um, Kanan has that confrontation with the uh, Temple Guards, and we find out that the grand inquisitor that he killed in season one was used to be a temple guard. Uh, Kanan talks about his insecurities about how he never finished his training and he's afraid he's going to let Ezra down and, and make mistakes and he's not doing enough as a master and all these things. And he gets officially knighted as a Jedi Knight. Very cool. Ezra talks to Yoda in his full form, tragic looking. We've discussed this previously. Uh, worst looking Yoda. It's very bad. It's up there with the, <laughs> the what puppet the one. puppet in in episode <laughs> one, I think, yeah. was just real rough, but this is pretty rough too. Uh and Ahsoka also has her little like force vision kind of moment, talks to Anakin. Um and then the Inquisitors come. But very mm-hmm. cool episode. I like I like deep force Jedi stuff. So that one Agreed. Checked a lot of boxes for me. Yep. I um I, I I don't think I'd stray too much from the group here in saying Twilight of the Apprentice was was number yeah, one. I mean it's, it's a good one. It has everything. I mean it it t- pulls you in with emotion for characters like Maul that you knew from before. Um, you know, you had a, a third inquisitor join the group there, and all of a sudden he's got this little helicopter he's using mm-hmm. his his yeah, uh, Saber is like a helicopter, basically. And I did we ever find out what he what what species? Because he only has three like three fingers. I, I think he, but he I didn't get a lot I don't of think you ever time. see him. Yeah. So, but it, it definitely gets uh, not that the show didn't have its dark moments before, but clearly Maul goes off and kills 
he dispatches the sister, he dispatches the brother with ease, and he's just like, oh, trying yeah. to t- teach Ezra, like, you can't hesitate, turn well, him over to the dark side. And um, Ezra has, like, some of the best, lots of Jedi, I mean, I mean, Anakin, of course, falls fully to the dark side, and then... Mm-hmm we see Luke and, and even Yoda and clone wars and people like touch and flirt with the dark side, like here and there. But Ezra, he really like struggled with it back and forth for longer than most of the, we see Ezra go through his training experience a lot more thoroughly than most other Jedi we've seen in Mm -hmm. Canon too. But, um, that's something he has to wrestle with more than most we've seen and it's really interesting to me but we also get some of the best like one-liners in the history of star wars in the you know uh revenge is not the jedi way i'm no jedi i won't i won't leave you not this time uh two jedi and a part-timer oh that's a great he's like (laughs) vader's gonna come well how do you know how do you know vader's gonna be here oh he couldn't resist two jedi and a part-timer oh Mm -hmm. i love that oh so good the i the ezra goes i don't fear you and then vader you will die braver than braver than most yeah right before he hacks his lightsaber in half yeah so (laughs) many good ones um and Maul, in my book, Maul did a really ranks everything. Yeah, the Rex quote one. early on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Maul totally rope doped everybody too because the whole first half of this episode or, or series of two episodes, he is like walking on a cane and all old and decrepit. He uses the force a little bit, but then when it's time to bust out lightsabers, he's still skipping and hopping and busting everybody in the mouth and up to <laughs> his old tricks. Yeah. He was trained oh, totally. well. Yeah. But I love that he he refers to himself. He doesn't refer to himself as a Sith. He just referred to himself as a force user. No, he's Maul, formerly Darth. And he, yes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nope, I, I can't. I'm not the same guy that I once was and uh, changed. But he, he, this is the mall that has been played by everybody, and he's done with it. He's like, nope, I just want the power for myself. Well, he's yeah, like, and I think he's evolved it's, beyond it's not that, about, that now. He, he doesn't care yeah. about the labels, and the, he wants, he wants yep. Kenobi, and he wants like power dominion over revenge some and, mm-hmm. sort of people. Yeah. The, uh, the eighth brother you guys were talking about, the three fingers, yeah. is yeah. a Terrellian Django jumper. Obviously. Yeah. Wow. Because we never Django see him Jumper. without the mask. Yeah, that's what at least that's in the what show. They, so, huh? Yeah. Did not know that. I did not know that. Tall, slender humanoids known for their acrobatic abilities. Um, do you guys huh. remember um, Kesselinda Cryar? Like the back of my hand. Mm. No. Uh, <laughs> um, Clone Wars. Uh, lightsaber lost and Padawan lost and in Wookiee Hunt. Those are all the episodes that they're in. Huh. Uh, Maybe in Wookiee Hunt. I've never heard of them before. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that was number one, Twilight of the Apprentice. Just a, a great. I mean, the sort the the saber scenes are just great. Um, the dialogue is great. Just fantastic episodes. Um. I really enjoyed Lost Commanders and Relics of the Old Republic um, because you we get <laughs> what? Well, we get back. You get back Rex and Wolf and Gregor, characters that you watched in Clone Wars for years that you grew to love. That you didn't know what happened to them after Clone Wars. So those are good ones. Um, they go fishing for Jupa with a yeah, with Zeb yeah. as the bait. It's fun. Yeah. Um, the only I think the only gripe that I have with season two was Rex. All three of them were in these two episodes, and then Rex is through the rest of the season, but no Wolf and no Gregor. It was like, well, what happened to those two? Like, they were they left with them. They Gregor didn't stay there. Gregor and Wolf come back so. later. Yeah, but they're not. But not they're gone not for in a while. Two. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, not tight with Ahsoka so, like that. They don't care. I know, uh, but it was a great episode with uh, not I, mostly with Kanan and Rex, right? Because Ahsoka sends them to find him, and she, you know, the very first thing she, she says is trust him. 
She doesn't tell him who he is or what he did. Yeah. Yeah. But she says, trust him. And you know, you have the, um, you have, well, I didn't betray my Jedi and we removed, we removed our chips. Everybody has a choice. Um, and and that's still, I think very interesting amongst people. And they're like, well, you did kind of for a little bit, a little bit, he betrayed her, but he also (laughs) tried to stop himself from doing it. So it's a fine line. Yes. Yes. Um, so that was kind of interesting. Um, but I love those two episodes. Um, and then I'm with you, Josh, uh, forgotten droid is in brothers of the broken horn, pretty much equal in my eyes. Um, I, I love care. It, it was nice to see the two droids actually have like character development and kind of share their stories. Cause AP five wasn't originally an Imperial, um, what it was he a logistics droid basically that's not what he did counts things in warehouses basically yeah yeah it was something like he got left behind um by somebody else and then the empire picked him up and pretty much put him to work and put a restraining bolt on him so you know that wasn't what he wanted to do and then chopper was basically rescued when the y-wing crashed by um hera and her family so um, they were both kind of taken in by somebody else, and I think it was kind of cool to see this actual like friendship build between droids. Um, and AP5 ultimately sacrifices himself to save Chopper in the end, and, and like, which was crazy because you just don't see that. Yeah. I don't think much with droids, but I think Chopper ultimately sacrifices his replacement leg mm-hmm. strut for AP5 too. Yeah. Um, and. I don't know if you're done talking about this episode or not, but I think we should also mention, even though it was not in anybody's top three homecoming where we go back to Ryloth and Hera confronts her father, Shamsundula, who we know very recently from the bad batch, but even before that Mm -hmm. from clone wars and um i believe thrawn is there maybe not till the next season thrawn eventually is on ryloth but they're under uh they've got an imperial ship over the planet that the rebels want to steal and the the people of ryloth obviously want gone so they have to work together for that but they have to hash out some family stuff and we we figure out a lot about Hera. so that was kind of like Mm -hmm. A big important one. And there's also Princess of Lothal, where we see none other than uh, Princess Leia Organa of Alderaan show up in Never Yeah. Never heard of Rebels. Her. Yeah. Well she's a general. <laughs> you may good. she's general. Maybe you've heard of General Leia Organa. The Hut Slayer. Yeah. The Hut Slayer. Um that one yeah. was great. And then, you know, Brothers of the Broken Horn was probably equally as good. Uh, in my eyes, is that one so many good one-liners from that that episode? The <laughs> what's he yell at as Morgan when he's um, oh he's always everybody's always yelling at as he's, Morgan. He's a turd. He's what does he says? He goes, I don't I don't deal with washed up old relics. And then Anto says, Come now, let's Just leave your wife, leave your out, wife of out of this. Yeah. <laughs> There's no needs for such impropriety amongst yeah. thieves. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness. Hondo's got a silver tongue, that's for sure. Yes, yes. Um, but that the the one-liners, the quotes in that episode are just fantastic. So, um, did you have any uh, least favorite episodes in season two? Like, what's maybe one that didn't uh, didn't particularly strike your fancy? For me, Blood Sisters is not that great. That's the one where Sabine meets uh, her friend uh sort of friend from the imperial imperial academy oh no yeah they both defected and then they were bounty hunters together for a little bit before uh sabine went off to become a rebel and ketsu did not uh that one doesn't do a lot for me it's fine ketsu ends up like staying around and helping them out some but she never really gets any kind of character development, and I never was really very interested in her. Uh, so I could take or leave that one. No hate. But. She comes back, I think, in another episode a little bit later and helps him out. Yeah, um, she's around. She's part but, of the team. Yeah, but yeah, she's not that. Josh, what about you? Um, 
I'm looking at the list here. Honestly, I I feel like that might be the one for me too. The one the thing that makes that one a little bit more palpable for me is that it brings um uh what's her name? Gina um, the the person that plays uh the friend and brings her into Star Wars, which is cool. She was on uh Firefly and now I'm blanking on her name. Yeah. Gina, Who'd she play on Firefly? Um, Wash's wife. Oh, hmm. I don't know. Um, I'm with you, Kyle. I think. Uh, I think the Gina the Torres sister, the, is her name. Yeah, Zoe. There we go. That's what I mean. There you go. I Gina think the Torres. Blood Sisters. Uh, it was either it was it was toss up for me. It was that one or the Always Two. There are. Um, which was the um, Kanan and Rex kind of bickering. So Ezra and Sabine and, and Zeb go on the mission for the medical supplies, and they that's where they first run into they the sister. See the two new uh, Inquisitors, yeah. Yeah. Voiced and, by Sarah uh, Michelle Gellar, wife of yes. uh, Freddie Prince Jr., voice of Kanan Jarrus. All comes full circle Birth- here. Birthday as well recently, I believe. Voice of Caleb Doom. Caleb Doom. <laughs> Um, we do get the, uh, we do get commander may run in this episode, which yeah, was great. It's a um, running gag. But, uh, I've got a commander of... may run sticker here in my, on my trunk from one of our pin company mm-hmm. friends was handing those out with their orders. I can't remember who it was. Uh, mystery but of I... chopper base also doesn't do a lot for me. It's the first one yeah. where they land there and start setting up and they just kind of run into the spiders and. The spiders, though. Yeah, they're okay. I mean, they do more stuff with the spiders like five times, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Those two for me, though, just, I did, other than finding out Sabine at that point was a bounty hunter, which seems to be the um, oh, the professional uh, profession hunter. of choice. <clears throat> um, sorry, Josh. Didn't mean to ruin it for you. <laughs> Um, which seems to be the profession of choice for Mandalorians. Well, when you've got a particular set of skills. <laughs> yeah. But so, I mean, they never ever um, did anything with it either. Like Ezra yeah. was like, you were a bounty hunter. And she's like, yeah, whatever for a minute. And then like, that was it. They were like, we never discussed it or had anything it, it's, to do with see, it. See, but it's so. going to come full circle when she helps Ahsoka find him. When she's her bounty hunting skills. When mm. she's like dog, the bounty hunter, like, we got to offer them cigarettes when they're handcuffed in the back of the van and then just tell them about the force and to be saved by the force. And then they'll tell us everything where Ezra is. Yeah. They're going to find uh, Thrawn and give him a death stick in the back of the. Yeah. That's a, a really stick. specific dog, the bounty hunter like joke, but I don't want to sell you a death stick. I want to go home and rethink my life. Poor sleaze bag. <laughs> Uh, any favorite moments stick out to you guys? I know we kind of covered some of them in in conversation as as we talk about these episodes, but there's any any one poignant moment that that really like speaks to you through the season two. I think we already touched on my biggest ones, but Kanan getting knighted because uh, that's something that he was really insecure about, um, and he was really i think he lacked a lot of confidence up to that point and you can see a change in him after it um and it was just a cool thing that we've never really seen on screen before um it was very cool yeah but that yeah, yeah that's the main point uh obviously the hondo quote uh the moment where they uh fly i there, I, I don't know if I can't remember if Vader is chasing them or if they just fly past Vader. And Ahsoka has that realization that you know, Vader and Anakin, mm-hmm. uh, Vader is Anakin. Um, and uh, when Rex tells Ahsoka that she got old, yeah, they too. yeah, yeah, they both did, <laughs> it was bound to happen sometime, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was uh. It was at Siege of Lothal when Vader comes out and his just one pilot and just decimates Phoenix Squadron yeah. um, left and right. And they couldn't. I mean, the dude was literally flying backwards in his TIE Advanced 
taking fighters out. And everybody's just like, who is this guy? Hera did um, end up tri- tricking him into getting trapped by his own, uh, mm-hmm. his own admiral's tractor beam though. Do you think somebody got, yep. uh, do you think somebody got force choked to death over that one? Oh yeah. yeah. I would guess. Yeah. yeah he's quick to yeah. anger. I'm, I don't think you survive. Catching didn't the guy the on the, in your didn't the guy on the beam. bridge, didn't the guy on the bridge say something to the tractor beam guy? I thought he did. He said something to him like, oh, he's like, well, but we didn't mean for that to happen, but Vader doesn't know it was me or something like that. And he was basically going to throw the other guy under the bus, yeah. I thought. So I'm sure he made um, some comment. But yeah, it was, that was a huge moment because that's when you get the apprentice lives out of Vader mm-hmm. and... Ahsoka passes out after that and just collapses because they were all trying to channel the force to figure out who he was. And it, Vader knew as soon as they, they reached out and he was like, Oh, hello. Yeah. You're still alive. Okay. Um, but that was, yeah, that was a huge moment. Good, good call. Um, I don't know. I, I think my biggest one, the Vader on the TIE fighter coming in <laughs> to the Sith. It's just, I mean, if you're talking, pure badassness power flex that's that's pretty impressive his cape flowing in the wind and they're all just looking at him like oh crap <laughs> we're doomed well you see um, how terrified they are uh, it, this show does a good job of building up vader too who yeah is scary by reputation this is blasphemous to say i'm sure to some people but in the original trilogy he's kind of scary by reputation and he takes some big hacking swings at, at Luke, who can't stand up to him. But um, he's a he's a real menace in Rebels, and they are terrified mm-hmm. of him. And he, uh, you know, takes down Ahsoka and Kanan and Ezra and all these people with no problem, who are very very competent against anyone else in the universe. Like the, uh, Rebels does a really good job of making Vader scary, and he's got the cool Macquarie mask. Agreed. Uh, any any uh, final any final quotes you guys really really dug from this season? I don't have a quote, but I want to point out that when Kyle asked about someone getting uh, choked for the tractor beam, it made me think of um, that that bit from Robot Chicken Star Wars where they they teach the the they teach the people on the bridge how to, <laughs> to pretend like it, they're getting yeah. choked and then wear a disguise. <laughs> And change their name. <laughs> they just put on a fake mustache and like it's he'll he'll never know. Uh I think the only one I have written down that we haven't already talked about is um Yoda gives the advice to um to Ezra in the in the temple that if you try to fight you will fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's like his lesson from the clone wars that he learned, you know, if, uh, not sure one can even win, you know, his was his whole thing yeah. at the end there. So, uh, um, that was just good from Yoda. Good Yoda advice. Always love a good y- Yoda quip. He knows what he's talking um, about. My favorite Yoda had... quote is mine. Quack, quack, quack. Um, anything from Hondo in that sixth no, episode was gold. Hondo, I mean, the one point where they're they're shooting it out with Asmore again in the um the hangar bay and the oh, what the a hateable character. And Hondo's getting sucked out on the thing, but like the treasure or the container full of credits, like he wraps it up in his arms and he's like, "I'm rich," and then he realizes he's being sucked out into space. He goes, "I'm dead," yeah. <laughs> and then Ezra pulls him back and saves him, and that's when he realizes he's a Jedi for the, the first time. Yeah. Um, and he's he, he's like, "You could be a pirate Jedi," and he's like, "Is that a thing? Like, do people do that?" Mm-hmm. Um, but Hondo, Hondo's always just, working an angle. He's always yeah. working. Um, you know, that's the, you lied to me. I knew I liked you. Yeah. Uh, when he finds out he's not Jabba, uh, or was it Lando? He finds Lando, out he's not Lando. Lando. He yeah. fakes us both, but yeah. Yeah. Um, he has, uh, oh, the stories I could tell so many of them true. So many of them true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that my, one of my favorite quotes though was, um, 
He says something two. about uh, being friends with. He used to be friends with a Jedi. When he finds out mm-hmm. that Ezra can use the Force, he's like ah, I used to be friends with a Jedi. I think we were At least friends. I think I was friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Obi Wan. Yep, they were uh, friends. And then, Obi Wan liked Hondo. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I mean, despite the fact he poisoned him, and you he know. liked him as much as Obi Wan <laughs> likes anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Siege, uh, episode two, Siege of Lothal, Kanan has a great line in there that says, uh, we must, we must find the strength to fight, but the greater courage is knowing when not to fight. Um, and I thought that was a, cause they realized, I mean, they dropped an ATST on Vader and it didn't even phase him. No, he didn't he, care. He popped right back. He just brushed it's it off. It's going to take more right than an atst to take him down. Atsts. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so many good quotes, so many good episodes in this season, really, really good character development across 23 beefy, meaty, ep- thick episodes thick as Josh boy, put Double it. stuffed. <laughs> you're not fat. You're husky. <laughs> yeah. If you're not, if you're so not hip to rebels at this point, yeah, <laughs> I'd still be buying husky jeans probably if they made them for adults. Uh yeah, so much good stuff though. Yeah, if you're if you're still season. not hip to rebels, I don't know what's wrong with you. You just don't have any taste. Mm-mm. I mean, it's it's fantastic storytelling, and I, I get it. It's it's animated. It's may not may not be the oh whatever. What do I say? The milieu that you want to see, but it, it's it's great storytelling. Um, and there's I, I have a okay. I've got a question because. Was totally I after the rewatch. I'm totally getting this when they get to the temple and they, um, you know the I think the one inquisitor basically says, uh, the seventh sister said they they see Maul and they say why the seventh sister says why would you come here and the brother says he knows of the artifact. Mm-hmm. They were looking Did, for the and, the holocron and well okay so let me ask this question because yes it was a holocron. But when they put it in the temple, ultimately it became this giant battle station. It was a weapon. And all the people that were there, Jedi and Sith, that were on the ground, like the city of Pompeii. Yeah, there was right, some kind of war at that temple. Was Did anybody else, like, for those that have read The Higher Publics, and I turn off, pause now, if you haven't read those books yet, did anybody get leveler vibes out of this? Because it did the same thing to those people that the leveler did to Loden Greystorm. Well, I thought they were dust because it was like thousands of years old, not because they got turned to dust. You know what I mean? I, like it was I that old. Um, but we never really found out. They were kind of like what, frozen in place, though. Yeah. I, I see the parallel you're drawing, but there's enough things that are different. Like, Because we know the leveler is some sort of being at this point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like also, creature. none of them were in the like the fetal position because it seems like every, you know, High Republic Jedi we find as a husk is like curled up in fear. Good too. point. I Good think point. what yeah. ha- what we're supposed to assume happened is somebody activated the Sith Temple as a weapon and kind of just murked everybody down there because that's what Maul said is it can be a used as a weapon mm-hmm. like a battle station or yeah. whatever but i don't know i just i was watching and i was like all of a sudden i like had this vibe like oh and then the artifact obviously when they put the the holocron in there it starts to speak it has a voice right uh that's actually like an intuitive voice not just like a pre-recorded a message i yeah. guess yeah but like so there is something in there we also know like that palpatine was looking for all these dark side things and forced temples and yeah, yeah it stands to reason he'd be known about this yeah good good stuff anything else on uh rebels season two before we uh we wrap this up i was looking no. at quotes here and i see this seventh sister you handle a lightsaber well apprentice and ezra says well i've got some time if you wanted to listen <laughs> a cocky little teenage turd <laughs> yeah and on that note, people, on that note. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Mm. 
That was our Rebels 2, well, sorry, Rebels Season 2 recap. Oh, goodness. Um, (laughs) Rebels Season 2 recap. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed that. Hope you guys are going back and rewatching all this Star Wars goodness prior to Celebration so that when we get there, it's all fresh in our minds. We can debate in lines and talk about Star Wars and share epic moments that we all had about the same stuff because that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, sitting in queue lines forever. It Bring your deodorant, people. Bring ma- your deodorant. Thank you. <laughs> say it once. Say it a thousand times. Bring a stick for um, the hotel and a stick for the convention. Yeah. Um, just a reminder, too. Um, you can go out to Tee Public. We do have a couple designs up on Tee Public if you want to wear your Outer Rim Beacon merch while you're at Star Wars Celebration. If I see you wearing Represent. one of those shirts out there, I will hook you up with some good stuff. While we are there, um, if you see one of us, feel free to come up and say hi, and say hello, and maybe we'll. Two of us are friendly. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pick which, which two. Good are. luck. <laughs> <laughs> you got a you got a good shot. Out of yeah. the four of us, it's a 50-50 shot. So, <laughs> um, or seventy-five, twenty-five. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just Kyle. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Why are we assuming I'm not the nice one? Uh, <laughs> evidence. <laughs> Josh is building his case over there. <laughs> um, and speaking of 125 episodes, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever. Go out and check up some of the old stuff, listen to some of the new stuff, get fr- refreshed and caught up before you head out there. Um, and then all of our live streams for all the stuff that we've covered is out on YouTube for your viewing pleasure. Mm-hmm. Got it. So go check it out. Hit up T Public. How you going to know cool what shirt, we look like? So you sweatshirt, can find us. swag. Also true. Also true. Um, my name's Justin. You can follow me on Twitter at I am the Bendu. Where can they find you guys at? This is Josh, and you can find me at KB underscore Legend on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> this is Kyle, and I am Battle of Tanab on Instagram. And that's not true. Josh said mine. So now I don't know what to say. Everybody's going to be looking for the wrong people if this was their first episode tuning in. They're going to be like, wait a minute. He doesn't look like that guy. <laughs> hey, I got one more quote for you guys. Okay. When Sabine yeah. asked the, the uh, shipbuilder if he's ever flown the B-Wing, he says, me? Oh, I don't fly. Too dangerous. But theater- theor- theoretically, it should fly. Oh, yeah, that guy. That's a, that's a good one. He's, he does not give you a lot of uh, confidence in his work. The, those Mon Cala, man, they just kind of leave yeah. you hanging like, all right, we're only going to give you the information you need. you got to figure out the rest. He did a so. much better, he did a much more thorough job than the cable knit sweater Mon Calamari in The Mandalorian did with his <laughs> fishing line Dude literally and fishnet and, on the side of the razor yeah. crest. Yeah, uh, and and not to mention uh, Akbar just shouting, "It's a trap!" Rip, like, no details, no nothing of what's going on in the battle. Just it's a trap. Get out of here. Other stuff. How dare you? <laughs> Too soon. He died. Come on. Yeah, he did. Rip. Cold, All right. cold vacuum. Of well, space. go go check out the previous episodes, people. Um, go follow us on the social medias: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We hope to see all of you at Don't Celebration follow me. I don't need your follows. in 36 to 38 days. And hopefully we get more news coming out here soon. So <sighs> anyway, as always, may the force be with you. About some guests, Reed Pop. Yeah, you're on notice, Reed Pop. You heard it here. Look out, Reed Pop. You lied to me? I knew I liked you. I don't, I don't know if I like him or not. Take care, y'all. I was just gonna say. (laughs) Just kidding, announce some people.